let's talk about politics a little bit. It's been a long couple of uh, months, the last couple of months. And I think, I think we've hit a place in our country where we are, we're questioning ourselves. And anyone who isn't questioning us as a country, we as the people, our government, our society, everything about what we're doing, you're not doing it right. Um, first of all, we should always be questioning, always ask questions. The moment someone tells you to stop asking questions is the moment that you should ask more questions. Um, this is, the primaries are still occurring. It's uh, February 12th, 2020. We have, we just finished up in New Hampshire. It looks like Bernie Sanders took that. Um, he did well in Iowa. Uh, Donald Trump was, was formally impeached and then formally acquitted without witnesses, without a trial of any kind in the Senate. Um, funny thing happened on the way to that, just a quick aside, funny thing happened on the way to that. Adam Schiff made a speech where he talked about people's pike, people's heads being on pikes. And a lot of people, you know, they, it was again, that both sides thing. A lot of people said, hey, look at him. He's inciting, he's speaking in violent terms. He's inciting violence and inciting violent thoughts. Um, look what he did. Uh, no, he, what he said is that if, uh, that, that his fear was that Trump was gonna put people's heads on pikes and, and that's a figure of speech. It, it could, I mean, if you're being Twinkie soft, yeah, it evokes violent, violent uh, context, but con or violent connotations, but context matters. So keeping it in context, what he said actually just came to pass. Lieutenant Vindman was walked out of the White House by police. Let that sink in. A person who was awarded a Purple Heart, a person who served this country not only in combat and paid for it, a person who served his country uh, in a, not only to finish that, not only in combat thought, uh, a person that served his country as a, as a uh, civil servant, servant. Um, a person who came forward when he thought he saw wrongdoing. And I said, thought, no, back that up. A person who came forward when he saw wrongdoing. There's no doubt in anybody's mind that what Lieutenant Vindman said occurred, occurred. It's being washed away right now. And that's why we need to question ourselves government, our society, literally heads on pikes. When we're speaking figuratively, how do you like that? So it literally happened. Um, Yamanovich retired. Sondland is being dismissed. Um, Vindman and his brother, by the way, his twin brother who did not testify before Congress, did not accuse the president of anything publicly like that. Uh, on the record, um, also dismissed, presumably walked out of his uh, out of his job as well. So a man who served his country and carried shrapnel for us, 
on our behalf who didn't do anything dishonorable at all even if you don't even if you even if you don't think he was correct in, and you're saying that Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong what that man did is came forward and described what he saw so he didn't do anything wrong and he came forward and said i think this was wrong So what, he can't have an opinion now? He can't say what's on his mind? And now, bam, he's walked out of the White House. So where I'm going with this is really simple. There are, I I will come out and say it, I, I, I openly support Bernie Sanders for the presidency of the United States of America. Openly. I have since he first ran. Um, that doesn't mean that if he loses again in the primary, that I won't vote as I did before. Voted for Hillary Clinton, can't stand her as a person, can't stand her as a politician. Voted for her anyway. I think people forget, and we've talked about this before, people forget what primaries are for. Primaries are for you to distinguish yourself from your opponent and say what you think they have done that's not correct. What you think they have done that's wrong. Those are two different things. Um, to, to say what you think you're going to do better than what they did. To point out instances where they're because you, what are you going to say? You're going to say something without evidence? That's wrong. You say, this is what Joe Biden did. In 1987, Joe Biden already apologized for for ridiculously embellishing his uh embellishing ridiculously his record as far as civil rights go we've seen that story we've heard that story we've seen that movie um and it's not unfair to point that out so the crux of what i want to talk about today is is how we got sort of how we got where we are and the differences between a your normal, again, you're always going to have extremes one way or the other. And people like to look at those and say, oh, these guys are this and these guys are that. Your track record says what you are. So when I tell you that Republicans have racist policies and, and you know what, let's not even use that phrase. Let's make it, let's drill it down better. Conservatives. Conservatives have a track record of racism. That's just the truth. See, when you say Republicans, they like to weasel out of that and say, well, you know, really, you know, Lincoln was a Democrat because, um, you know, they didn't read books in school and understand that the parties essentially through. Through outright switching of parties, through just moving through through lots of machinations, they essentially flip flop sides. And the the Republicans uh, join the Southern Democrats or the Southern Democrats join the Republicans became what we know of now as the Republican party. The country is always, and not always the country has an obsession with two parties. Now we had some, some friction with when we had multiple parties a long time ago, people get a little nervous when someone comes from outside of the two parties. 
So here's this guy, Bernie Sanders, and he is an independent who caucuses with the Democrats. They've accepted that in Vermont. And he wins overwhelmingly. And he's continued to win overwhelmingly there under that under that that under that system for 40 years. What's why is what separates what what is different about a Bernie Sanders, your average normal, and again, not going to the ends, your average normal Bernie Sanders um, supporter. It's really simple. Conservatives in this country and liberals who lean conservatively. So the sort of the people, some people who who aren't actual independents. I mean, I I I was a registered independent until Bernie Sanders, I wanted to vote for him in the primary and that's not available to me without being a, a registered Democrat. So I had to switch. I like some Republican ideas. There's nothing wrong with that. They're ideas. People have good ideas. I like some Democrats ideas. Being honest, Democrats are Twinkie soft. You're going to hear me say that a lot. Twinkie soft. Um, the difference through the years, the GOP has conditioned people with just just the message being barraged at them that um, we can't afford to pay for. And again, let's use this term. Conservatives have drilled into people's heads that we can't afford to pay for certain things that are good for we the people, healthcare. Uh, it was fire departments at one point, police, things like that. Um, any sort of any sort of social programs, you know, believe it or not, social security, conservatives went ham on, on that. They it blew their minds. The idea that we would pay out to people when they stopped working, blew their minds. But let's be honest, as they call it, they, they say that's a, they say that's an entitlement. So they, they say, oh, social security is an entitlement. You damn right. It's an entitlement. I'm entitled to that. I put in on that. That comes out of my paycheck, every single paycheck, social security. So yeah, I'm entitled to that. And no, you don't get to cut that because you know, these other programs that you're cutting that are funded by my tax dollar that I put in, you know, um, through just the sheer size of the country and how and the number of people here, those things have to, I mean, you know, hey, yeah, might have to cut something here and there every once in a while if it's gotten a little rough or not, you know, for some reason we need something else more, need that less at a time, you may have to cut that. So you're taking my tax dollar that I worked for and put in on. And you're cutting that fine. Social Security is is that's not only I've already paid the taxes. But Social Security is taken directly out of my check as well. Don't cut that. Leave that alone. Stop mismanaging the money. Stop using it every time you screw up with these stupid ideas where you where you expect it to, you know, to things to trickle down. Those are stupid ideas. Nothing works like that. The only thing that trickles down is rain. And if you're in Russia and you're a Trump in a hotel room with, you know, 
women in the sex trade, you know, the sex business, maybe some other things trickle down. I don't like that, man. I won't lie. Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, the, the average Bernie Sanders person understands that conservatives have created rules and methods. They've created rules. They've created, they've created um, a storyline where anything that is done for we, the people uh, can't be done financially by us. We can't afford it, but anything that can be that, that is that anything that's uh, usable by the 1% in any, in any way. And I hate that term, the 1%, anything that that's, you know, big, big business, uh, corporations, corporate, big corporate, anything that's useful for them in any way we can, we can, we can afford that sacrifice. So we give billions of dollars to ridiculously large, at this point, multinational corporations like like oil corporations, we give them billions of dollars in public subsidies. That's our tax dollar. And we do that without question for the most part, if you really think about it. That, that that's what's fringe. Fringe are the people who speak out against things like that. That's not the vast majority. Most people think that's wrong, but they don't speak out against it. We give billions of dollars to companies that make billions of dollars of profits, not gross profit, net profit, and then pay ridiculously low rates and taxes. And we consistently believe, not believe, we're consistently told that we must pay for that. For because if if we don't if we don't supplement them, then they can't they can't make enough money to to keep their business in this country. Really? You're making billions in net profit. It's not my job to keep you in the in the billions as far as net profit goes. It's just not my job. It's about you just stay in the millions in net profit. Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. So there, there's this idea, and again, that we can. What did, what did the man say yesterday? We cannot, we can't sustain one trillion dollar deficits yearly. Not sustainable. But and everybody knew that. You didn't have to be an economist to know that was bad. When they explained the plan, people knew it was bad. And they gave all of that money to the wealthiest people in the country. A lot of whom, in fairness, understand how stupid that is. And now we have this ridiculous debt that's going to be taken on by the poor and the middle class. And to some degree, the upper middle class, of course. And as those lines get blurred, those lines get blurred as we do stupider and stupider things. But they fed you this storyline that we can only do those things. We can't have Medicare for all, for all because it's going to cost all of this money. How are we going to pay for it? You've never once heard them say, how are we going to pay for bombing every other damn country on a damn planet? We ran out of bombs at one point. Really? How are we going to pay for, um, how are we going to pay 
for, uh, you know, for these ridiculous subsidies to oil companies, to big businesses. New York was cutting Amazon ridiculous tax breaks. I like Amazon. I frequent it. Even though there there's serious issues there, you know. But how a Bernie Sanders supporter understands that we can have the things that are good for us, we the people, we can have those kind of things. We can have those things by not bombing everybody in the world. I'm not a dove by any means. I I believe in violence. Honestly, I, I think that violence is necessary because bad people exist. But violence has, and see, somebody's going to chop this up at some point to make it sound like, hey, I believe in violence and violence. Blah, blah. No, stop. There's a reason we have a military because bad people and bad things exist. There's a reason we need police. Bad things and bad people exist. And sometimes you have to meet their violence with violence of your own to survive. That's not every day of the damn year, though. We don't need to be in 85 different countries dropping bombs on brown people across the world. We don't need to be that way. Sometimes we need to just let people be to some degree and let them handle their business in in other countries. Sometimes, um, Sometimes we need to mind our damn business. Imagine somebody comes into your home is, you know, and and you you have a you have an intruder in your home and someone comes to your home, chases off the intruder and then says they're not leaving until until they're good and ready, until they feel like until they feel like you're back on your feet. And in the meantime, we're just going to eat out of your fridge a little bit. Every once in a while, beat up your children. You know, in the interest of keeping peace and the order because your child is jumping on a couch or something. Imagine that. That's what we're doing in Iraq, in Iran, in in the Middle East in general. We're in everybody's business and we ain't even we're not even doing that right. We're in everybody's business. If the people don't want us there anymore, then leave. And obviously we can't pull out 100%. We have to do it smartly. Once you get yourself into a precarious situation, you have to extract yourself in the right way. So it's not to make the situation worse. Bernie Sanders supporters understand that we can manage that differently. We can can cut back on the ridiculous subsidies that we give to large corporations. We can make sure everyone is paying their fair share in taxes, sharing the tax burden burden. We can negotiate drug prices. Because that's what everybody else in the world does. Why can you walk into a dealership and negotiate for a car, but you can't and, and see you go in there, you go as one person and you negotiate on one car. And you get yourself a better deal. I used to sell cars. But you're telling me we can't as and and companies go in and buy fleets of cars, therefore buy more cars at a time as a as a group. They buy more cars at a time. Okay, so those cars are they pay less overall for those cars when they buy fleet 
when they buy fleets, they pay less overall for those cars. Or if they have an agreement where they're going to buy these cars over time in a certain volume and thereby keep the price low on that car, that's a negotiated, that's a lower negotiated price on the car. We can't do that with drug manufacturers. We can't do that with big pharma. Our tax dollars paid to develop a lot of these drugs that they're peddling. Keep that in mind as well. But you're telling me that we can't negotiate with them and, and pay a lower number. We pay thousands of dollars more for drugs here than they do in other countries. That's ridiculous. Essentially, we're su you want to talk about sub uh, you want to talk about actually um, supplementing the world. Actually, you know, where we're, where we're carrying a larger burden across the world. If we're paying these ridiculously high prices and the company is selling the same drug in other countries for significantly lower, we're essentially we're essentially uh, supplementing other countries. Boom. Come on. A Bernie Sanders supporter understands that. We will always defend ourselves. No one's saying let's draw down our military completely and have one dude standing on each, you know, on each part of the border, waving a flag, an American flag, telling people they can't come here. Nobody's telling us, nobody's saying open the borders like that. What we're saying is our military doesn't need 800 like billion dollar budgets. We spend eight like eight or 10 times the next five or 10 countries combined or some stupid statistic like that. We're saying we don't need bases in every damn country on the planet. Let's mind our damn business. We're saying that, um, that in all of these ways, we can save money and then pay for more stuff for us, we the people. We'll be able to have more things. We'll be able to to um we'll be able to uh to take care of our elderly better, our children better, um, have continuous health care so that you're not moving from one emergency to another. You just are monitored and not monitored as in surveilled, but you're but you know you're going to a doctor regularly for checkups. You're you're not afraid to do that. Therefore, you're just healthier overall which will also <laughs> cut the medical bills. Going in for an emergency is expensive and we can eliminate that to some degree and have the emergency room be for actual emergencies. You ever waited in an emergency room? I have. A friend of mine broke her ribs and uh, I waited with her in the emergency room. Okay. Um, and when the doctor came out at one point, I don't even know if she'll remember this, but the doctor came out at one point and it was, hey, this kid over here, I know you've been waiting, but this kid over here was stung by bees and we need to get him in. <laughs> say no more. It was easy for me to say that, though, because it wasn't my ribs that were cracked. <laughs> but Bernie Sanders, uh, I, Bernie Sanders supporters understand that we've been fed a um, we've been fed a line about about what was possible and what's not possible. They, everybody. I mean. They like to say that it isn't possible um, to do these things. Yeah, because we're doing these other things that, it, that aren't necessary. So you're telling me this is impossible, but I'm telling you this is unnecessary and it's documentedly un unnecessary.
They make billions in profits, but why are we giving them hundreds of millions and billions? These guys over here, you know, it's their country. We, we went in, we beat up the bad guy, let's go home. Let's just go home. They say they don't want us there, let's go home. So a uh, Bernie Sanders, that, that's the difference. Um, we, we tend to understand that there are options and what they told us that can't be paid for, we know how we can pay for that. We're never gonna allow, a, a, <laughs> that's not true either because we just did. See, we've allowed Russia into our country. They're messing with our elections across the country, attempting to. They're in our politics with memes and 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 harmful things, and we can't tell who's who is a regular person. You can't you can't often tell what's a bot. I mean, use common sense, and you can eliminate a lot of them. But you can't often tell who's a bot and who's a plant. They got you arguing with each other, and on a lot of these things, we agree. And conservatives eat that up, by the way. And a lot, a lot of people, if you're conservative and you're listening to this and you're thinking this guy is out of his mind, I want you to try something. Watch Fox News. And this time, instead of listening to it and, and eating it up without, without consuming it, without thinking about it. Think and say, what have they told me? What information are they actually giving me about this situation? A lot of times it's going to be nothing, which is why when you start arguing with people there, you'll, you'll know these moments when you're, when you're arguing with somebody online and you know, you're having a nice spirited conversation and you come out and say, well, there's no evidence that, you know, that the Ukrainians knew about this before then. And then, but somebody else is telling you that was just on the news. And they said, you know, pal, emails say X, Y, Z. You know, um, they go back and show you video of the president saying X, Y, Z. So. But you don't see those things on Fox. I've literally sat with Fox guys and watched other news stations and they go, we didn't know that because we didn't see that. Did they did they let you listen to that reporting of Lev Parnas at the dinner or did they simply tell you that there was a dinner? Lev Parnas was there. He recorded the president in some in some awkward moments or something like that. Listen to the recording. Funnily enough, in one of those recordings, Donald Trump says the the person he's most afraid of. Hillary Clinton chooses Bernie Sanders as a running mate. It's a wash. It's a wrap. He fears Bernie Sanders. He thinks that's the only Democrat that can actually beat him. And he's right. Think about it. They keep telling you Sanders, people who don't support Bernie Sanders will keep telling you the only way to win is with a centrist. The only way to win is with a moderate. The only way to win is by catering to X, Y, Z people. Stop. When on what planet, if you're a sports fan, what I've been telling people lately is that if you're a sports fan, um, sports fans know. That, and I'm going to pick on a crosstown rival a little bit. Sports fans know the Mets and the Mets now. The Mets have had have been decent. Sports fans know 
that say, um, <coughs> the Cleveland Browns. Let's move it to football. Sports fans know that the Cleveland Browns, <coughs> excuse me, sports fans know that the Cleveland Browns have been terrible for decades. If someone came and told you the only way to beat um, the New England Patriots was with the Cleveland Browns, you'd tell them they were out of their minds. If someone came to you and said the only way that um, that the Patriots going to lose in the Super Bowl is if the Washington Redskins face them. The Miami Dolphins face them. That's the only way that, and actually the Dolphins beat the Patriots on a, in a, on a, at a good enough clip for me. But if the only way they're going to, that that's going to happen is, I mean, you, you know, that's horse crap. Because the Browns haven't won anything for decades. So why would you ever put your, why would you ever put your money behind them? Right? Hillary Clinton hasn't beaten anybody. All that jazz. And remember Obama boys? She said, uh, you know, Obama boys are out there doing X, Y, and Z. That's that's what the that's what the Clinton campaign was talking about. Obama boys, just like they're talking about Bernie Bros right now. You remember how she was the only one that was prepared to answer that phone in the middle of the night? I mean, uh Obama's policies are too far out of whack, and Obama turned out to be as as progressive as Barack Obama is. Barack Obama is more centrist than progressive. And and you know what? It's a bet it's an it's an interesting thing there. I think I think he may have been behind and he's like Democrat light. See, the Democrats are like Republican light. Most Democrats are Republican light. He's Democrat light. Whereas Bernie Sanders is just another different, he's a different, uh, he's a different animal. Elizabeth Warren is like, a, she's, you know, she's, I think more, she's in that same, she's not more, let's be honest, she's about in that same vein politically as maybe a Barack Obama, um, but a little bit, she's a shade more left, I think, maybe, um, or at least no. They're, they may be they may be similar, but I think Elizabeth Warren is more willing to to rock the boat. Barack Obama was not willing to rock the boat. Elizabeth Warren is more willing to rock the boat and shake some things up and make it happen. Bernie Sanders wants to turn the whole boat upside down. Let's not burn it, but let's not melt it down or anything. But we're going to turn this. We're going to shake it off. We're going to shake all these crumbs off, shine the whole boat. Barack didn't even want to. He just wanted to steer the boat in a slightly different direction. Elizabeth Warren will rock the boat and Bernie will shake that shit up. So that a Bernie Sanders supporter understands that we can do these strong things for our people in our country. We can be the benevolent country that we've been with limits Obviously, looking out for ourselves first. We can defend ourselves from other from bad actors around the world. We can do all of that, still take care of our people the way we should be taking care of health care for every single American. Health care for every person that 
comes into the dang country, man. We don't want other people dying in our country. I'm joking. There's got to be limits, but healthcare definitely for every single American. Um, a trade school or community college education for every American that wants it. We're not talking about sending kids to Cornell, Stanford, Wesleyan. We're talking about sending kids to great institutions like Middlesex Community College, Manchester Community College, um, some of the SUNY schools, some of the Cal schools that I mean, I mean, I, I mean, we're, you know, the ones we're not we're not talking about, you know, spending eighty thousand dollars a year per person. But if a person wants to burn, learn to be a carpenter or or a um you know, a mechanic, a plumber, get into HVAC, an electrician, tradesman. If a person wants to go to school and learn basic business, basic sales, things like that. Community colleges are great for that. Trade schools are great for that. If people want to do these things, they should be available through our tax dollars which means we all pay a little bit more, but we see a huge benefit. In the case of Medicare for all, it's really simple. We'll all, I mean, yeah, we're gonna, it might cost us each say $3,000 more a year in taxes. Okay, but I don't have a copay. I don't have, um, I don't have, uh, I don't have to pay for prescription drugs. Um, I don't have to, I don't have, um, I don't have a doctor's bill when I go to the doctor. Anything that's not elective, you know, you want to get your nose done, pay for that. Just like you do now. But if it's needed, necessary medicine, let's pay for that. As a country, $3,000 more a year. Come on, think about it. You're paying two, three, four, five, six hundred dollars a month in uh and more in some cases. I know people pay much more. That works out to six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars a year. I think by conservative, by conservative estimates, we would save something like um it was two billion or two trillion dollars. It's a lot of money, either way. As a nation, that's what we would save all of us together. And it would mean, yes, you pay a little bit more in your taxes. But you save completely over the year. Overall net savings. You see what I mean? That's what conservative studies say. You say, how are we going to pay for it? No, ask yourself, how in the world are we paying for it now? Bernie Sanders supporters, (coughs) excuse me, Bernie Sanders supporters understand that. Bernie Sanders supporters understand that we're not tied to the storyline that they've, the, the garbage that they've given us 
imagine a husband looks at a wife and says, we can't afford that new car that you want. We can't afford groceries, whatever. Because I bought all of this nonsense over here, of which only a very small percentage of it is useful for us. You can't get what you need. Because I've already spent the money on things that we both don't need. And a couple of things that we do. That doesn't make any sense. And that's the difference between Bernie Bernie Sanders supporters and um, people who say, you know, I don't really like Joe Biden, but he's electable. Electable how he's getting smashed in every single poll, period. End of story. Destroyed. You know, I don't agree with everything Hillary Clinton says, but she's electable. Yeah, really? Where's she at now? She's at home, not in the White House, because she wasn't electable. She didn't get elected. She didn't beat Barack Obama either. And nobody thought Barack Obama could win. And then he did twice. And the reason he won twice is because he had a message of positive change for the country. A lot of it he ended up not doing. And that's because he didn't want to rock the boat. When they had the supermajority, he didn't want to push it through. He gave them six or seven months to get through uh, the Affordable Care Act. And then phased in in over four years or more. He didn't ram it through and he should have just rammed it through. We'd be in the same spot we're in now. He rammed it through. They're always concerned about what what the conservatives are going to say or do. When are you going to get it through your head that they're going to say that you're crazy? They're going to call you names. It doesn't matter what you do. Mitt Romney acquiesced to Trump and Trump still pissed on him. That's why Romney voted the way that he did. Mitt Romney is worth about a quarter of a billion dollars if memory serves correctly. He has FU money. He's not concerned about the dough. Mitt Romney's a senator that's not up for re-election. He's not concerned about that. Now, he knew he was going to take some stuff. He knew he was going to get slammed in the media, online, Twitter, Facebook, etc., Reddit. But he also knew that this man had personally pissed on him before and and he wasn't going to not piss on him again at any opportunity. He would Trump would bash Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney was like, you know what? And it doesn't even matter. I can't even mess up my party's momentum with this because I'll be probably the only one. And if even if there are two of us, it doesn't matter. So, yes, I'm going to vote that he's guilty. And then just uh, I take my foot off the brake and say, hey, he didn't do anything to violate, you know, the um, he didn't do anything to obstruct Congress. But you basically let, you know, letting him know, yes, I'm going to be the only politician, the only uh, senator uh, in impeachment to ever vote to, you know, for to to impre- to impeach someone in my own party. He knew what he was doing there. He, Mitt Romney's not a dummy. 
I don't agree with 90% of what he talks about, what he believes in, but he's not a dumb man. He calculated this and said, you know what? I can stick it to him on the record forever in history. I can stick it to him. I win in the end. I got him. And not even break stride for my party. Well played, Mitt Romney. Well played. Right? But he was never going to let up on Mitt Romney. He doesn't let up on Adam Schiff. He doesn't let up on he doesn't let up on anybody that helps him. He turns on everybody around him. You know, and if you think about it, conservatives in general, they're never going they're never going to applaud you. They're never going to to um, there. It doesn't matter what you give. They're going to want to take more. It doesn't matter. You know, you, you try to be what it. Early on, the impeachment was going too slow and then it was moving too fast. And then, you know, we want all the people to testify and then we want nobody to testify. They're never going to to be on the page that you're on. So do what you're going to do. If you think it's a good idea, go. I mean, polling hasn't matched policy since the 60s or 70s. But you should be asking your constituents, hey, what do you want to do? Like, really? I mean, 90 some odd percent of people in the country want want some sort of um, of of gun control. We're not doing it because polling doesn't match policy. Go in there and shake the boat up. That's what Bernie wants to do. Make what we I mean, his ideas are not fringe. Worst case scenario Medicare for all polls at 57%. When you stack everything against it and you tell people like, you're going to lose your, you're going to lose your insurance. Yeah, you're going to lose your insurance. That shouldn't be scary. You won't need your insurance because everything is covered. What do you need? You need, you need some dude sitting there to, to tell you every, you're going to have that. You're going to have somebody that goes, Hey, everything is covered. Just in case you call them. Hey, yep. That's covered. So, yeah, you're going to lose your insurance where where they say, oh, no, that's not covered because the sun was on the left side of the sky. And, you know, I mean, if it was on the right side of that side, when it, when it happened, sir, we we cover that for sure. But it wasn't. It was on the left side of the sky. So we're not going to cover that. No, you're not going to need that guy anymore because it's covered. And then people are going to say, well, that puts a lot of people out of business. People go out of business every day. What happened to those bootstraps? I was in the insurance industry. You know, what happened to those bootstraps? And and honestly, I mean, that's that sounds terrible. But I mean, come on, they, they say the same thing that on went going the other way. So. You know, they tell you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, they tell you to work harder, they tell you to work longer, work, work for longer, save better. Don't own an iPhone. Literally, a, a, a Republican conservative congressman said that, you know, maybe don't own an iPhone. And if I remember right, he got into some financial difficulties. But come on now. That's the difference between me as a Bernie Sanders supporter. I see through that. I see through all of that. And I understand that. Um, I understand that that we that we can we can do 
whatever the heck we want to do. We just have to choose to not do some other things like bomb other people incessantly, uh, um, give money to huge corporations and big tax breaks to huge corporations. I mean, we can do everything we want to do. In a perfect world, a perfect ticket for me would see some form of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, even though Elizabeth Warren is you've disappointed me. And that's terrible. But I think she's still a strong leader. I think she's a, a strong politician. Good example of what a politician should it should be at the very minimum. Your politician be, should be talking about what's good for you in terms that are good for you. Not what's good for you and in, in then there's six degrees of separation. You don't know the CEO of whatever company is getting these, this money, this money here. You're separated from them by six degrees. They're not putting any money in your pocket. So let your tax dollar go to to benefit yourself and your children education-wise, health-wise. Let's be smart. Thank you. Everybody have a great day.